0: Yes, my old friend, I've come to talk with you again.
1: Hello, welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. Bit of a somber mood after losing game one of Origin. It was quite depressing. I was up and amped, had a bunch of multis going on, had Teddy as a last leg as well. That was disallowed. Look, it was really tough. It's really hard missing those first couple of game first first game one. It hurts. Tom was at the game too. Said it was sick. It was a sellout. But yeah, it really it was a somber feeling waking up this morning. But we did do a podcast on the week uh, during the middle of the week too with Chris who joined us talking Origin. But we're back to talking horse racing. This is our forte. This is what we like to do. So we're actually going to be covering week We'll probably fly through a lot of week but we're going to give Eagle Farm some love today uh, for the whole card, pretty much a, a fair bit of love. Stradbroke Day, JJ Adkins, all that sort of gear. Um, if you're listening, do us a favor, rate us on whatever app you're listening to, Spotify, Apple, five stars, a review. It helps heaps. Um, Shouldn't take too long if you can do that. That would be awesome. Join the Facebook group. It's pretty much... Uh, it'll be in description. Just search us. We'll be putting a lot more tips in. And I'm really excited for Nature Strip too. A couple of days away running into Ascot. But I welcome in the boys. Go to you, Tom. How are you?
0: Yeah, mate. As I said, I um, went to footy last night. It was great. Great having, going to have a crowd of 80,000 and just um, seen a good game of footy. Shame we didn't get the result. But um, it was a hectic last... Five ten minutes, and um, yeah, just not good enough on the day. But there's still two more games, and I think Origin's still alive and well. And yeah, it was definitely a high quality game.
1: What did you think of
2: it, King?
0: Don't really want to talk about it. <laughs> that's um,
1: pretty
2: impressive,
0: <laughs> <though>. <laughs> well,
2: I mean, I think no. Well, I mean, the better team won. I think I don't want to say it, but they did. I think a um, couple of calls didn't go away, but that's footy. First twenty minutes was just like blockbuster yeah. footy, and then it kind of tore away from there in the last 10 minutes was just absolutely, yeah, like Tommy said, edgy your seat stuff, and it was exciting. It was what Origins meant to be and this and the other, but, yeah, it's just disappointing really, isn't it, overall? Yeah. So
1: move on. Move on to Perth and then be optimistic up in Brisbane for game three. All right. A couple of things from last week. I can't remember what we did, but I feel like I'm a bit of a Queensland guru. I put up four tips on the group. I went Francesco Guardi, political debate, which absolutely got an absolute bob in. Um, I think, I can't remember what the horse is called, which is the favourite now. Sharp and smart, sharp and smart, sharp and smart. Sharp and smart, I'm going to be having a good crack at that uh, this weekend, but um, political debate, stroll, Stroll was a good one. Paid 10s in Vinko. Um, despite the drift, I stuck with Vinko. That got the, got the chockies as well. I had an absolute shocker at Rose Hill. Rose Hill was not nice to me. I backed. Joviality, that was an absolute headache, if you saw that on the on the rail. Momac, no good. Overextend, no good. And I had one bet in Flemington. Mask up, came fourth. How'd you go on the weekend, Tommy? got us, and it
0: got up, and watches um, went in a group one, and... I, I think it was a pretty massive win, and I, I actually uh, will go against him the JJ a bit later, but we'll talk about it soon. I think Pikey might back it up and get another win. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, Rose Till, El Bueno would have been all right, but it just got nabbed by um, Kim Moore's new Horse Kings there and
1: Niffler was good, wasn't it? We also liked Niffler.
0: Yeah, Niffler was pretty good, actually. Very, very good um, improvement second up. Um yeah, I think I had pretty good day. I had one bet in Melbourne as well, and it got up in the last, the um, p- uh, passive-aggressive. So, look, um, yeah, not bad. It's great betting week this week, and I think some really even fields in Sydney and Brisbane and plenty of value to be found.
1: One of you tipped per way, Abdullah Lees. Did one of you say that? Because it got back uh, to, right, like, well I, in.
2: I didn't tip it, but I thought there was, uh, like, an interesting horse. Yeah. Like, I thought just the fact that it's... Had a scone trial into its first debut Australian run. And I just thought, fuck, it's going straight to Metro. It's not even running in country. Like, I thought, if the money comes, the money comes. But, and so it did, really. Um,
0: and Chris Lee's with those, you uh, often see sometimes they need a prep down here to really yeah. acclimatize before going. But Chris Lee's out of everyone, it's just, especially those Australian bloodstock horses often when first start we saw it with some more we saw it with a few other ones as well over the last year but um yeah he does he seems to get the best out of them
1: that's right uh a couple of days away we have nature strip and home affairs battling it out with the other gurus from around the world over at ascot um chris waller's doing some cool stuff i think he's over there now i think he got there yesterday they're putting up videos every day um how much do you know about this American horse, which is fave? Because I'm just mm. going to be backing hard, obviously, in each strip, but...
0: Got, the golden code. Power. Yeah. Oh, Kelly's um, actually doing our coverage on uh Power Red Central, so I think he's going to be our overseas expert here. Go on, um,
2: golden Power, I mean, it won the 2021 uh, Breeders' Cup in Del Mar on the turf, and... You know, it never looked like losing. But saying that, like it you don't actually see too many Yanks travel to the UK and be successful. So just the fact that it's been back like there's only two horses that's been backed off the map, and it's literally nature strip and golden power, and they're going toe-to-toe, you know, like it's three bucks three fifty thereabouts anyway for the two of them. So, you know, like it's gonna be it's going to be interesting to see the yank travel over and do his thing. But at the end of the day, it's a cool horse. So if anyone knows better, it's cool I guess, in the grand scheme of things. And whether it's a rightful favorite, I'm yet to be proven. I think nature strips obviously got the credentials on the board. Like without saying it's won three TJs It won last year's Everest, you know, it's, it's an eight-time group, group one winner. Like, it's a fucking winner. It's mm. Like, whenever we doubt it or, you know, back against it, the thing just comes up trumps and just, you know, it makes us look silly. So, and the fact that Waller, out of any tra- trainer, is actually sending a horse over there under his own name, it means volumes. I think it, it will do well. I think, I mean, just the prior history that we have in the UK over the last kind of dec- decade and a half, well, I mean, we've had some great, great winners to go over. take Takeover Target, Miss Andretti and, you know, Black Caviar, you know, they've all been great horses over here and Nature's Trip more or less fits that bill. Um, I wish the connections well and I think it is a great chance. I, I think... If it brains them, pulls up well, it could definitely go day five as well. So it could do what Choisy did in 2003, up, I think, yeah. 2002, Yeah, and do, get the double and oh, imagine if that happens. I mean, Everest is going to just be ranked as one of the highest non-group one races in the world, full stop. Like, it's just going to be on the map for everyone. And it, in all accounts, it seems like Golden Powell is going to come over here. Because like I said, it's more owned. So if um, if Golden Power runs any somewhat decent in the UK, there's a good chance that they're going to pick it for its slot in the Everest come October. So at the moment, it's nine bucks. It was fifteen dollars earlier this week. I know um, it's already sharpened to nine. And imagine if it wins on Tuesday coming. I mean that that price is going to get hammered again. So. I wouldn't mind a little side bet because it's a pre-non-market on something like this Yank commodity that's, I guess, a little bit of an unknown.
1: True. Bloody good. They're 310 and 330 themselves for Tuesday night. All right. As we wrap that on up, Golden Power currently 310, Nature Strip 330. Nature Strip was 360 today. So the money just keeps trickling in. And then you've obviously got home affairs in a couple of days further. And then you've also got Artorias going around as well. So plenty happening there. All um, right, like we said, we've got two venues to sort of cover today. We're going to do them rather quickly. Uh, we do have Eagle Farm. So Eagle Farm is a bunch of races. As you know, it's Stratty weekend. they got the JJ Adkins, the QE, plus a bunch of others. So they've got a bunch happening there. But we'll, uh, we'll go through some of ramwick we don't need to probably spend a heap of time on highways and stuff but i will mention the highway there is a bunch of dual noms uh the boys were saying prior to recording so give or take a lot of odds will probably change with those but has anyone had a bet in the highway or are we skipping the highway tommy
0: uh mate i just think i uh, like to see go to come to town i think it's been going pretty well but um just a bit on the track i think they're the saying it could get to a Good four, which will be good. Uh, dry out, so boot off. has been doing really good in the heavy. So, uh, set on a soft track would be nice. Angelical, uh,
2: another scone runner for the Masara camp. I don't mind it. Low draw, second up, it should be better. Uh, eight bucks. I like
1: eight bucks of the best. All right, uh, race two. Anything there? we got Amelia Robangda midnight in Tokyo, Yankees. Tommy, how about we talk about your horse going around? It's five bucks, was six fifty this morning.
0: Yeah, uh Reese Jones claiming the two. I think um its first up win I spoke about a bit last week, how it um it was against older horses in the first run and still very green, but good length, um it, it, it put a length on the favourite and then big big length to the field. So I think coming against two year olds, Reese Jones claiming a couple in town, I I think it'll improve, uh for sure. So I think it's in them with a massive chance. But in saying that, Midnight in Tokyo has come out of group form in Queensland. Uh, Emilia Romagna has been backed pretty well um, since the market's been out with Bjorn Baker. It's when Goldman was pretty nice. And Vegas Raider is um, one for one after winning impressively at Scone. So tough little field there with the top four, but I definitely think Yankees is in it and I, I'll be back in it. Uh, a lot of dual norms, as you're saying, Zach, so... I just wait to the day, unless you're good counting deductions, I'm hopeless, so I'll probably just back it on the day.
1: God, I am the worst. The amount of times I've had something going and I always message Koa, I'm like, can you work this out for us? Deductions will be the absolute death of me. Koa, you done anything for race two or are we moving on?
0: uh
2: like Tommy mentioned i think Demitas. although it's an end dollar pop i think it is a good thing come tomorrow at dubbo so put pen through it comes Saturday, day i think yankees owes me absolutely nothing i was on it with tommy i think tommy got a better price last start it will first up and 52 kilos on its back with reese jones on five bucks i'll be entertaining it again
1: Beautiful. Race three, 1200 metre, benchmark 78. Queen Bellissimo is a horse I like. Dylan Gibbons riding well. He's claiming three for Brad Whittup. That's 280. Tamerlane's there for Godolphin at 550. We've got something like Wahaha Falls at 750. Sacrimony, obviously that had a win. Uh, a little while ago at Hawkesbury, I think it was, rather than standalone. Um, that's at 10s. Rainbow Connection, they're all there as well. Even Fasconi is back. But uh, Queen Bellissimo, look, loves to take it up, doesn't it, Tim? Uh, Tom?
0: Uh, yeah. Dylan Gibbons coming through too. I'm I'm going to go against it. I actually like Tamerlane first up. Josh Parr, um, it, it's first up. Form's good. Strived well. Uh, yeah, I I think I would go with Tamerlane and then maybe Rainbow Connection finally finding an improving track as well. Chris Williams taking off too. Uh, possibly there, but I'm with Tamerlane.
2: How about you, Coey? Queen Balsamo. Ditto. With, ditto with Tamerlane. Uh, but uh, in terms of if. One at odds. Le Vizier. Um It's going to be carrying 54 and a half. I like that. Tommy Sherry on board. First up form's really good. And last prep, first up, it won convincingly on a soft five. So anything like that, it sh- you know, I mean, at 14 bucks, I like that. Or even the 360 at the place. So I wouldn't mind entertaining that as well.
1: Tommy Sherry is a gun at the moment. Midway is my most hated race of the week. Every single week, still yet to get a winner. Moon Reader is the fave. Brad Witter, he's got a favour in two races in a row. It's five bucks. Won its last two. Darolina Bell. Dylan's riding again, claiming three. Six bucks for Manny Smith. Cruel Summer's there. Dallalat at sevens. Calgary Queen. Your Budwa, Rebel Shadow, Garrison. Uh, look, I'll leave that one to you, Thomas. said, so,
0: mate, some of these are pretty tricky. I thought Darolina Bell was pretty good last... Start, uh, even Don Luigi, I think, has been really consistent. A couple of good wins at Kembla and could go right here, but I think the big D, Delahat Hat. Um, last start was a goal. at Gosford, I on pretty nicely. I think, again, an improving track, we're going to see some of these horses. He keeps getting scratched waiting for this good track, and I, I I, really like this horse as well. So, uh, I, I'll go with Delahat. Hat, bit of money for it too.
2: Are you king? I'll stick with the favourite here. I think winning form's good form. Brad up Andrew Atkins, don't mind it. It's got a little bit of dry form, which is, well, I mean, at this stage of time, it's pretty rare, you know. Um, everyone's been running on the heavy deck, so, you know, ha- how does it go? It's one on the heavy, it's one on the good, it's one on the soft. I like that. Draw seven, I don't mind. I think it, it's better than half the field. Uh, five bucks, definitely can entertain and happy to take it. Take it.
1: All right, take that. We got the drink-wise mile sus, very much so. Niffler had a win last week. Got backed well and won very convincingly. It was good. It's 380. Uh, fine points going around. Chad go was riding for Waller. Obviously, Niffler has Waller as well. Elusive Jewel, six bucks. Itar, Dylan Gibbons, again, claiming three. Nothing sweet about me, 750. We got Flexible. We got Ruby Tuesday. Are we going with Niffler
0: again, Tom? Yeah, it's a tough one. Um, I coming third last start, but actually beat Niffler's start before, but it was Niffler first up, and we all saw what Niffler did last start. So um, it, it definitely improved from there, and, and on the short back up again, it could, could improve from that. I just wonder if um, Chad Schofield on fine point is just the way of Wallace leaning there. Maybe maybe Chris Williams on just climbing the two on Niffler, but I thought fine point was pretty good at Warwick Farm, so... I might slightly lean towards fine point uh, in front of Niffler. And nothing's sweet about me as well. If he can get it um, easy up front, it could be a bit of a knockout.
2: Nifla King? Uh, I was on Niffler last time, so I was very pleased. Uh it goes without saying. But I'm going to be – and I do really appreciate the fact that he's backing up on a short backup. He's obviously rock-hard fit. Wallace's confident. Claims the two with Chris Williams like it. 380, on the other hand, I'm not too sure about So I'm going to back against that and go with John Thompson's um, Elusive Jewel. Draws two. I think it gets a nice truck in into the turn. Well, I mean, nice run in transit. Claims three from uh, Amy McLucas. I think there's a lot of upside in that. So six bucks over the 380. So I'm with Elusive Jewel.
1: Elusive Jewel. All right. Six bucks was a... Johnny Thompson. All right, uh, race number six, 1,000 metres of the best. Siege is fave. Chad Schofield's riding for James. Had a win last start. I think it was Gosford or was one of the standalones, I think. Easy singles there for Ellen Hennessy. She's claiming three. Hulk, I love that horse. Misty Orr's there. Patino Ruby has been backed. It was 26 bucks yesterday. It's now 12. And a couple more there at Big Odds too. But what do you like, Tom? Yeah, tough little race. Uh,
0: this 1,000 meter race. I really liked Patino Ruby um, in open company last start at Musselbrook. I think it could be a bit of a knockout, but Siege was really good at Gosford. And I think um, they're taking the right race here. It can, it can win for sure. Easy single, pretty impressive at Flemington as well. Uh, and Pandora Blue, I think, joined on with another race. So let's watch out where it goes. There's some, some really, uh, and Washington Tower has strung a few together as well. It's a really interesting race. Um, I, I'd
1: probably go leaning just towards Siege at this moment, but. Can
2: you go with Fave? Happy with the Fave. Um, uh, slight query with the actual second up form. Uh, but saying that, I think just the fact that there is a lot of onset speed in this being a thousand meters, I think it'll just get a nice, it can just sit right at the back. I anticipate just the same thing as what it did last time. Rachie King wrote it an absolute peach, waited patiently like no one's business found a split and then shot for home one one for all of us probably and then uh, four bucks is a great price I think um yeah a couple of nonnies in this race like Hulk Hulk hasn't won in like 18 months knows how how to be a bridesmaid easy single like Tommy mentioned great win at Flemington but 13 coming up north I'm not sure 550s probably a bit on the underside even with the three kilos. Bettino Ruby's got to be rock bottom, but I'm not sure if it's up to this grade. A um, few queries around it. So, yeah, I'm happy to stick with the $4.5 here.
1: All righty. First leg of the quad over the mile, Knight of Power is the fave. I knew we had a look at this last week. Uh, came fifth, but $6 into four sixty for this weekend. Tyler's claiming two. Oscar Zulu's there. we got Bayless riding for Walla. we got Art Cadeau which um, Kathy O'Hara is aboard. Good win last start, too, when Kathy was aboard at ranwick Good win. That's at Sevens. We've got Fender, Junipal, Bethancourt, Wairiri Falls, and then we're double figures for the rest of them. The front man is going around, which didn't end up uh, running to last start. We thought it was going to run. Uh, Not of Power has been back, Tommy. Yeah,
0: it has. Um, look, really interesting race. I think the speed, I don't think anything is going to get past Mr. Dependable, but then you've got the likes of Fender, Bethancourt, Star Spangled Rodeo and even the front man on the inside there. So um, I was talking about the front man the last couple of weeks about him, but I think the draw might be a bit tricky for him. So he's been scratched from a few, but uh, a bit of a watch on him, but I actually really like Art Cadot. I thought it's, um was really impressive win last start and loves Randwick. Just seems to absolutely um, love Randwick. And I think if um, I think the mile suits are right, if, um, your speed might set it up for something like Arcado or All night of power I'd, I'd
1: be watching the two of them and Juniper on its day can do pretty well as well but I'll,
2: I'll go Arkado. Are you Arcado. Cados definitely the uh, the watch runner because I think going up to the miles the real query um, Barry 11 it'll probably have to sit a little bit off speed and I don't know if that's the ideal run it'll get so seven bucks is probably the right price for it it's been actually running really well. Without, you know, I mean, it won last start, but outside of that, it hasn't been too good. But, uh, yeah, Randwick's such an upside for it. So, I, I mean, I definitely couldn't uh, dismiss it. I could say the same about Fender. Fender 750 gets three kilos off. It's going to be rock mm-hmm. bottom weight. Cav knows how to fucking bring these things up. Town, anything below that market, I just think that the drying track is a little bit of a query for mine. So want to steer away from it uh it's pretty hard to look past the top two to be honest um i think night of power with the drying track and it's going to be rock bottom weight as well i'm i'm thinking there will be a little bit of jostling for position early in this race so there might be a little bit of energy expelled to find position where Nida power would just be coasting out the back and if it is a a genuinely run 1600 it'll definitely have a say in the last 200 metres, I think it'll figure in the placings. Last start, a little bit of a dismiss, but it was right at the back. Only lost by 1.6, coming fifth or overall anyway. So I wouldn't even put a pen through it. I just think that it was just not the right race to be in, how it mapped out anyway. So 4.60 is a good price to find out, I think. Um, so not a power for mine, but Arcado is definitely a danger for mine as well.
1: Yeah, I don't mind Fender too, like we said about Fender. Cav's pretty good at back and I walk, getting them ready for these ones. But um, Bob Charlie, Ale Stakes, is race number eight, 1100 metres. Dragonstone is probably one of the best back runners of the meeting. It was $6 yesterday, it's $360 now. Uh, Tommy Sherry and Mark Newnham coming off a second at Flemington, where it lost to passive aggressive. Uh, Mr. Mosaic is there. right? R- Reese is riding. It's a tough word. Uh, Reese is riding for Gerald Ryan Sterling. It's a five. You've got this real step, which um, I had a good win at round week two. Last start. It beats much, much better. The bopper's going around. Then we're straight to double figures for Innkeeper authentic dual prime candidate, Mamaragan or Mamarigan. Um, but Dragonstone, Tommy, been well-backed.
0: Yeah. Uh, starting to become a bit of bridesmaid bridesmaid. Two good seconds to um, end them at. I think it was before mm-hmm. that as well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you're right. It's running at Flemington was really good. I, I'm just going to touch on Mr. Mose getting out in front and um, continuing its good record. Um, still fresh, yeah. I thought it was pretty good uh, coming second at Scone last start, and uh, it's proven around this grade where Dragonstone's sort of stepping up a bit. It's step, big danger. The Bopper will improve on a dry track for sure. If, if you don't look at the record, record um, – the win record, then I could
1: make a case for it, but yeah, it's just an on-winner, I think. Coey, can you give Dragonstone? Can it what's coming off three seconds in a row?
2: Yeah, it's a bit like Tommy touched on, it is a bridesmaid, I think. Now, those and I mean, his form lines are good, and a Matt, and um, yeah, who did it lose to passive-aggressive last start? I mean, they're, they're strong three-year-old races, so I mean, I can't disregard, but I think. For mine, I'd probably be on surreal step at the moment. I think just the – it will probably need to ride for luck, but there will be proper onset pressure. Last start win was good. Even going back two starts back in the uh, Hortensia, I think it was really good. It was right out the back of the field, closed off late, but, you know, saw backsides and had to weave and duck and do all the above and still only lost by 2.3. I think there's a lot of merit in that. It'll be what? Uh, fourth up into this run. I I think that uh, if it can find some uh, clear air on a drying track, I I do see a lot of merit for it. And I think 360 for Dragons does pretty much rock bottom. I'd say it probably drifts a touch. Mr. Mosaic, we know that it can just, you know, it leads for fun. So it'll probably make its own luck with a lot of the others, like authentic jewel, prime candidate. They'll be all pressing forward, which give authentic jewel a chance. Oh, slight, but I think it's too far up in grade into this uh, black type race. So I'd probably say Mr. Mosaic is the classier of the three of them, hands down, I think, in terms of weight as well, sits right in between the two, or the three, should I say. So I'd be giving, in terms of the leaders, I'd be giving Mr. Mosaic more of an upside than the other two. The other two has been, yeah, they've been okay, but nothing flash, especially with the company they've been running against. So I'd be more inclined to back something that probably sits. Behind them, uh, it's posited up nicely from barrier one. So surreal step at five bucks. I think that's really nice. Uh, Brad up, Chad Schofield, hope for the best. 56 kilos, could get his first black type win.
1: Okay. Surreal step, five of the best, five bucks. Uh, race number nine, uh, benchmark 94. Much, much better is the favourite. It's five bucks. Tommy Sherry is riding. Was $6 yesterday, so in slightly. We got Lakeen, the good runner. Josh Parr's riding. Drawing drawn 11 at 650. Coal Crusher. Had a good win. Got a couple of wins. I think it came off about two or three wins and then ran sixth uh, maybe last week or a couple of weeks ago when Art Cadot won. Um Fashionale, a bit of a speed star. Frankie Pino, true detectives there. And a little bit of coin for all-time legend. Williams is claiming two for Les Bridge. Was 18 bucks today. Came into 12 But bloody hell, Tom. Tough race. Yeah. Um, much,
0: much better now for a new trainer, Sarah Ryan. Uh Lequeen for Godolphin, good to see it come back. Cold crushes. been doing well, but probably on a heavier track. Uh Frankie Pino's uh fourth emergency, I think, for the Stradbroke. So I don't think it'll get in there. And I think maybe uh coming to town with Tyler claiming uh coming to Sydney with Tyler claiming two to get to that sixty after coming fourth in a Goodwood, I think that's pretty good form. So I think Frankie Pino is a bit of a bet here and uh Tony Tony, Calvin, McAvoy, if they're not getting in the straight break, they're going to come to Sydney and get a win. Um, and I think it's got a massive chance. But, yeah, you're right. It's a tough race. A lot of these horses um, stepping down in grade. And you can make a case for a few, like, new arrangement on the lead, Animate coming back onto a better track, even True Detective, um, looking to improve an all-time religion. But, no, i, I got to go with Frankie Pino, I think.
1: Frankie Pino. Um, Coey, thoughts?
2: Two-horse race for me. Um, Lakin and Frankie Pena. Well, I think that Goodwood form is. I know it's carrying sixty to a bottom weight of fifty four. Uh, there is a decent split, but he's coming out of a Group One, not the obviously not the strongest Group One in the calendar. The Goodwood, um, definitely later in the season. This and the other, a lot of you know the trainers and jockeys target for the um the up north in Queensland for better prize money and all that. But yeah, it was it was a pretty decent fourth, and like you you can kind of go back uh last prep as well with Frankie and Lacan uh, I think they ran on was it cup day maybe it was cup day Um and they went 1-2 so I don't mind that form line I just think that it's just it sets up for something like it I think they're the two classy runners in this and 7.50 and 6.50 to find out I think that's a great price I think just one's coming out of group one form and Lacan's got a great fresh ro- record as well so and Lacan is well-weighted in this grand scheme of things. I don't think the barrier is going to be an issue. It's probably going to settle midfield anyway. Um, much, much better. I could, Yeah, I mean, it's it's a very consistent runner, but I just don't know coming up against these kind of horses. So I'm just going to back a little bit more of a price and go Frankie Pino and Lacan for this one.
1: Yep. Okay, last race of the day. Interesting race, or well, interesting race market wise, all right? So, Crosstalk opened, or his favorite, $2.30, but on the drift to $2.90. We've got Kanazawa, Glenn Schofield, $6 in a fire. we got Blesk at $6.50. The interesting one is the David Atkins, Alicia Collett runner, contributing factor. $26 yesterday, $11 now. So, absolutely being smashed. JoJo was a man at 13s. Good money for Marnix as well, Dylan Gibbons and Richard Litt. That's 26 into 14. So, Look, without scratchings, this is um, some solid moves for a lot of these horses. There's been some big moves. I'm uh, also a contributing factor, Tommy.
0: Yeah, I'm a big fan of contributing factor. It, um, uh, I'm lucky not to qualify for a um, provincial, handic- uh, provincial championship. Um, really, really close, I think, finishing third and fourth and uh, doing really well there. And David Atkins, great trainer. Uh, just touch on the favourite, I, I can say it's definitely a decent horse and looks like a bit of a boom, but um, I'm just really concerned it's only been running on heavy tracks, and I'd like to see it on, on a soft, improving Ramwick track and never running at Ramwick before, even though I've trained there. But, um, yeah, I just I probably I wouldn't touch crosstalk at the moment. I actually think uh, Kelly's mate, Glenn Schofield, on <laughs> Kanazawa, is um, an interesting
1: watch and, and bless first up as well. But I'll, I'll probably back um, Kanazawa here in the last.
2: Glenn Schofield, are you going to get Glenn as well, Coie? Uh No. <laughs> no, just straight up no. I'm, I don't know what Tim Ryan's going to say, but at this stage, I'd have to think that crosstalk's probably going to be the lay of the day. Like 290, I know it comes off a nice, strong win. Regan Bayless, water here, spot. But just the barrier, God, it's. Comes out of 15, never had any good or soft track form. Uh, it's definitely a swimmer, but the conditions are improving by the minute. So it's got to be untried. And to find out at 290, I, I'm just not sure. Like, I, I'm not convinced. It comes out of like a midweek grade into city grade as well. So a lot, a lot of, I mean, things would have to go right for it to be winning this, I think, in my eyes anyway. Like, I mean, 290 when there's competition that's been running Saturday, Saturday grade competitively for numerous weeks, numerous preparations to say the least. I just don't think two nine is the right po- uh, price to take on this favorite. So I'd be looking like, I like Blesk. I do like Blesk first up records, really good runs well at Randwick. Six fifty is a good price. Barrier's is a little bit sticky. Uh, it'll probably land worse of midfield and it'll be riding for luck. And, I just don't know how I feel about that. A um, couple of a couple at odds. I think Marnix. We've given a few chances. Claims three this starts. So I don't mind it. Oh, it's it's a tough, tough leg to be just ending ending the card. Mm. So I'm I, I am in the blessed camp. If Tommy Sherry can jump a little bit more forward than usual, I'd be all all aboard it. I uh, just think that the the move to make is just lay the favorite at the moment. So play that, but. Blesk for my on-topper, as we speak.
1: Blesk goes on top. All right, that's 10 of the best from Week. We're going to have a look at Eagle Farm. So there's some bloody good races happening there, a lot of group races. Tom, you're going to be up there, I assume?
0: Yeah, mate, I'm heading up tomorrow. Uh, Yeah, it should be a good day. Um, Shadbrook Day is always a good one and we've got two really good group ones and a great support card so yeah I'm really looking forward to it
1: if you want to annoy Tom go up to the Sky Racing truck and throw things at him but maybe just buy him a couple of pies and he'll be your best friend right? Quaddy pies
0: Mm. ah you said be wrong mate
1: (laughs) right. um I'm just going to go through all of them if we haven't got anything much to say or you haven't done too much form we can say that but I'm going to go straight to the first just because I not like a couple of these horses so the favourite is Bankmore this is Tegan Harrison it's open $7 it's now four twenty. so it's been backed pretty well barrier 11 Calgary Stampede we know the Snowdens that's four forty. Robusto is there for Waller at 5 bucks. Metallicity. We know this horse. It's twelve dollars when market's opened. It's already six fifty. So pretty much halved its quote. And Tommy's going to be riding for the Snowdens. And then we go double figures. A little bit of coin for Mink Star. So um, Stuart's aboard there. The rest are all pretty rough. As a rough result, Shequila, Sam Clipperton, sixty-one dollars into twenty-one dollars. Tom, have you had a look at race one?
0: I'm sort of watching all the tier olds at the moment. There's a couple um, different form lines here. To to line up. I actually want to be with Mendalicity. Um a whole, a bit of a boom horse that we still have, probably haven't seen the best off, but just um a wet Sydney, it's probably not the best time to see it. I, I really want to see it get onto a, a good track up at Eagle Farm and really running on and someone like Tommy Berry getting it getting into it. I think um I think it's a bit of a gamble there at six dollars fifty. Uh one I want to spec at odds as well is Johnny Rocker. I think at twenty one dollars is a bit over the odds. It's um one start for one win. Sam Collett, Barry Lockwood wouldn't bring it to town unless he um, had a bit of an opinion of it. He also nommed it for Sydney, but uh, decided to stay uh, local. So just watch Johnny uh, Rocker as a bit of a knockout. 34
1: into 21 already just in the last 24 hours. Koi, anything for
2: race one? Well, I particularly have too much to say, but I, in terms of value, I don't mind backing uh, Floral Oasis with the Will Clark and Jamie Carr connection at 26 bucks.
1: Love that. $26. Um, all right. Race two, which is the Wayne Wilson. Um, Big Boy Roy, which is one horse that I honestly have never caught in my life, but running really well. J-Mac. Uh, one last start at Eagle Farm. Beat Ballistic Boy. Um, Chris Waller. It's $3.60. We've got Scalopini. Boris is riding for Stephen O'Day and Matt Hoisted. Hasn't had a win for a little while since last prep, which is uh, on the sunny coast, I think it won. That's at 4.20. It's been a couple of dollars in for it, at 5.50. Kerwin's Lane's there. Kubrick going around. Tommy's riding for Walla. we got Bullfinch, Pikey aboard. Charmy baby Fender is also nommed there with Cav and Adelise. But, Tommy, Big Boy Roy, stick reckon he's going to go again, back to back?
0: Mate, you can make a um, bit of a case for both um, Big Boy Roy and Bullfinch in the... Um in those long green colours, um, both Eagle Farm record is really good. Yeah, last up winner, so I, I, I definitely think you can make a case for both of them. But one I want to be with the other local is um, Scalopini. I think it would have been a massive chance in a straight broke, your first emergency, but it goes to a race like this, and I've always been a big fan of it, and I think it can run really well on a good Eagle Farm track. So I'll go Scalopini.
2: I'm happy to go uh, Kilwins Lane. I- I think the last two starts have been a bit of forgive. Uh, one second up, yeah, Hawkesbury in the uh, Gold Cup. I thought that was really good. It's got to be over the mile again. Um, yeah, I just see upsides and four four eighty. It's a two kilo set weights kind of differential all the way through. Um, Barrier shouldn't be an issue. There's only eight horses in this. So I think Huey on board. I like it. For, I'm surprised that it's not shorter. Uh, I think the J Mac chris waller factor has shortened big boy roy Mm. especially with the win last start win as well but i think kerwin's lane just the fact that it's won over open company group three company come into this equally weighted i just see a lot of upside in that so kerwin's lane for mine all right
1: kerwin's lane we go to race three this is the first of the group races the group two brisbane cup long distance one two miles and look we got some good bloody horses here that love the distance. So we got Through Irish Eyes as the fave. Jamie Cars riding for Kieran Maher. It's four bucks. We got Irish Sequel, J Mac and Waller. We got Splendiferous. There's Timmy Clark's riding for Gay Waterhouse. We got Sweet Thomas. Little bit of coin for King of Lee. Grant's is there. We've got Mara Pike on the drift a little bit. But even like what have we got Traduce at big odds. But look, these thirty two hundred meter races. I, I'm not very good at picking the distance races. Uh, Tommy. What about something like Irish Sequel?
0: Yeah, yeah. Again, in those colours, one last something start. On. He, he's pretty good in these. Yeah, pretty good in these um, longer races as well. So, I, uh, I definitely think it's going to be a bit of a, a big chance. But I'm going to, I'm going to go Sweet Thomas. I thought last start it was just getting into his work, and we almost, he, he, for all money, looked like he was going to win. Getting out to the 3200 will just suit it even better. Like it's. It, it needs that distance, Sweet Thomas, and to join on his series Seems to enjoy Eagle Farm after a last Rachel King on. I, I I really like um, the race for it here. It's proven in the grade as well at the distance. So, yeah, Sweet Thomas for mine.
1: Sweet Thomas for the name. What about you, Coey? I'm ditto as
0: well, and I don't
2: think uh, I would ever have tipped Sweet Thomas. Ever. 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 Yeah. Like 69 yeah, starts. But- Like, the thing last start, it should have won. It should have won. The Like, I hate to be on it last start. Luckily, I wasn't. But if you watch the replay, it should have won by probably two lengths. It just saw backsides. It got so unlucky. had to shift in, shift out. Finally found some clean air outside. Closed off late beautifully. Lost by an absolute freckle. It's obviously come back a little bit of a different horse. I mean, the thing... I mean, what's it now like? It's had a little freshen up, but at the same time, it's been racing since February. And it's finally found a little bit of form. And I think it's best chance it's ever had <laughs> to get a W in a group too. And I, I definitely see it in six bucks. I think it's still a great price. Um Never thought I'd say it, but yeah, Sweet Thomas for mine as well.
1: Cool. No worries. So we've got Sweet Thomas, the double Sweet Thomas. So all right, we've got the Gunsin, the classic, which is Battleton, his fave. Kiss Sum is there. They're both 340 and 360. we got Flying Crazy. Karen's riding for Gerald Ryan. Obviously had a couple of wins. Eagle Farm, Scone, and then a um, bit of a setback last start. But Lock Eagle's there at 480 as well, and we go straight to double figures. So 340, 360, 420, 480. And then Ashgrove is 13 bucks. So, look, they're pretty busy up the top of the top of the market there, Tom.
0: Yeah, mate, I, I agree with you with Flying Crazy, just a bit disappointed in last start. I, I think he just got too far back, but I, I want to stick with it. I, I I really like this horse, and it's been doing some great things with Gerald, and I think he even um, had some bigger races in mind for this horse, and probably going to get a bit of a better price than last start anyway. So I, I think I'll stick with Flying Crazy for Gerald to win this race.
1: Flying Crazy. Coey?
2: the toppy well when i say toppy they're pretty much set weights anyway so they're 57 all the way through to the number 10 number 10's actually 55 with willow on board coming out of benchmark 62 company so i'm just gonna say just put a pen through that um kiss um last start really really strong closed off beautifully Valana the godolphin just had a better run and The fact that it's stepping up in distance, Jay Collin on board, a senior jockey, I just like it. A lot of upside. Every runner should have their chance, especially at a track like Eagle Farm. So, yeah, 360, second favorite. Yeah, I'd be taking Kiss Sum right now. Kiss Sum, $3.60. All right, race number five, Ranch
1: Hand, J-Mac and Waller, $3.80. Ranch Hand's coming off a win at Eagle Farm. We got Tycoonist at four eighty. Blondo was a great win. Um when it won at Gosford too. Bloody hell, that was a good win. I think Chad was riding that day. That's at seven fifty. We got Mass Destruction, Jamie Cars for on for Golan. Good money, Shakiro. This is a horse I could be wrong, but I thought Tom's talked about it in the past. That's eighteen bucks into eight dollars. We got Rangers at eight fifty. Tumblr Ridge, a couple of bucks for that as well. And we got Southern Lad Simply Fly, etc. But good coin. Shakiro, eighteen into eight, Tommy.
0: Yeah, in races like this, trying to find the right wall of horse can be pretty tough. He's um, got so many in it, and they're all up the top of the market. I think Ty though, is his best chance in this race. You look a couple of um, starts ago, it was um, uh, that good win at Hawkesbury, and then it's just gone a little bit off the ball uh, the last couple of starts. But uh, running behind Stocks gone, I think, still pretty good form. I reckon Ty is best of the wall of chances. Great Southern Lad will love being on a good track uh, with Nash on it. And I think it'll improve. And me old mate, Edit, as well, on a uh, on a nice, even uh, Eagle Farm track, I think would also horse-like Edit. So watch it at 21 bucks as well.
2: Anything, King? Uh, I don't know how I feel about Tycooners. I think the way I see it with um, the Waller horses anyway, I think j Max actually ridden all four of them. Is it four of them in there? But he's definitely ridden Tycoonist before. He's ridden Blondo before. He's ridden Right Ranch Hand before, and he's ridden Shakiro before. So the fact that he's jumped on Ranch Hand, I think, is a slight indication of his preference, and comes off the the nice win last start. And I, you know, what? Like if we were to follow money with J-Mac, I think this would be the race, especially with half the field scattered with Waller. So. I don't actually mind the fact that at one last start, yes, J-Mac wasn't on board. It was T-Berry. But the fact that J-Mac jumps on it now, I'd kinda like. I would kind of like. I think, yeah, once again, it's only an 11-horse field. I think – I don't think anyone would really get hampered. I think Bondo settles midfield anyway from that wide draw. Mass Destruction's probably going to be the interesting one, what, where it goes forward or sits kind of midfield. Tycooners can go back and forth, whatever it likes really. So, you know what, I'm just going to, without doing too much form and without watching too many replays, I think Ranchan with j on board is just the pref- preferable waller runner for me. So, yeah, give me the favourite.
1: Fave goes on top. All right, QE22, or QE, sorry, the Q22. Um, Hueto is fave. Just a slight drift. It's now $3. Maximals there at four at $6. Barrier 14. Hopeful for Annabelle Nation, Rachel King. That's at sevens. We've got double figures for the chosen one. numerian Great House, Polly Gray, etc. cetera. Um, Tom, Hueto was really good win, I thought. Last start, it beat Maximal by about half a length or so. The Eagle Farm run, are you with?
0: Yeah, it's hard not to be. It, it, as you said, it was a really good win. Beating a horse like Zaki, it seems 2200s, it's distance. Um, even stepping down in grade to a group two. Looking at everything, you think where to, uh wins this race. But there's, there's a couple I want to be wary of. I think the chosen one, I think this might be its last start or maybe one more before going to stud. Um, it's. Around that twenty two hundred as well, it, it it's um, an ideal distance for you. It, it, and on a good track, I think it'll improve. Even something like um, Coventina Bay goes well at the distance, and Kukaraita as well. Just completely forgotten about it. I think its form's been actually really good, apart from last start in that um, Zaki race. So, look, there's there's a couple a couple of um, ways you can play it, but it. Cueto is
1: going to be hard to beat. Quite a wins, King?
0: where really, it will be hard to beat. I think three
2: bucks is a, a pretty nice price. Um, if it drew better, Maximal, on top of the ground, I think a lot of people would have... I, I'd say that if it drew single digit opposed to the 14, I think it could be close to favoritism, I think. It was only shadowed out, really, behind Cueto last start. So it was only 0.4 of a length behind it last start. And... Closed off real nice and it was like the weather's been crazy as of late, as everyone knows. And we finally got to see the potential that Maximal has. Um, Nash is on board and I, I love that. Six bucks, I could probably still entertain. I, I do like the three favourites in this though. I think they are the clear standouts for me. So, Huerta obviously coming off the back of that win last start. Maximal just behind it. And then uh, hopeful... Uh, For Nation Cam, I think it is the better of the two in terms of Numerian or hopeful. I think last start, it was really, really strong at Rose Hill. Um, Beat the frontman, you know, this and the other. It could probably potentially dictate speed from Barrier 6. I'm not sure how... Everyone should settle pretty comfortably being over the 2200, but I think it could dictate the speed. Um, Could have it soft in front without uh, expelling too much energy. So... I'd definitely give it a chance, but I think it is a race in three for mine. I But if I were to choose, I would probably like the six bucks more than the Huerta price of three bucks. So I wouldn't mind maximal at uh, six bucks.
1: Okay. Maximal six dollars. Well, was five fifty, so it's pretty much bang on. Um, race number seven, good race. This is the JJ Atkins. This is one probably we we're gonna have a discussion on. Sharp and smart, six dollars into four dollars. Hugh Bowman is riding. Political debate is there at 480. It's different, so it's 350 out to 480. She's a Belter fives, and then we're out to double figures with Owen County 15s into 11. Brereton Jamie Carr's riding for Moody at 12s, and then we got Lethal Thoughts Brosnan Basquet. So everyone remembers sharp and smart, and political debate going round. Last start, absolute pimple pimple in it. Um, political debate won. I was on political debate, and it was two dollars, I think it was. So look, absolutely fell in. I think Sharp and Smart can win. It's Obviously, the money's come for it. The New Zealand horse has come back. It's lost by 0.1 of a length after its two runs in New Zealand. I think it's a good horse. Political debate as well. She's a belter. Pikey for the Snowdens looks bloody good as well. Obviously, coming off a win where it beats Swiss Exile by about a length or so as well. But, Tommy, who are you with? With Pikey? Mate,
0: looking at the top three, uh, top three, I think that's where the winner comes from. I got to be with Pikey. They weren't going to target this race, but after last starter, how could you not like uh, Pikey on for the Snowdens, But former WA horse, and um, we're seeing some good two-year-olds come from there. And
2: um,
0: how it ate up that leader uh, was really impressive. And I actually think under the mile, it probably uh, it could suit him better. So look, Pikey on. I I think it's a massive chance him to him get another Group One here. I know what you're saying about political debate and sharp and smart and that form looking really nice there, but I just think, um, I just, uh, I still can't get the winner. She's a belt out of my head. Uh, the start preview, uh, it's last start. And I think that's looks like a better form line, but yeah, I'll go. She's a belt from sharp and smart and political debate. Um, Brosnan looks all right as well, winning last uh, start. hasn't been on a good track yet. So um, I think it's definitely over the odds. And a horse like Ringmaster at 40 to 1, um, it will definitely improve getting to the mile. It's It came third, but was just getting into its work uh, behind Sharp and Smart and political debate last start. So I could definitely have Ringmaster each way, but uh, she's a for me.
1: Cowie, you with me? Sharp and smart?
2: Yeah. Um. So, I'm on... I've already backed She's a belter. So, yeah, I'm not coming off. Uh, I got the little... Uh, saw the five bucks, put the multiplier on, got 10%, claimed the 550, and then that's it. I think Tommy's touched on everything else that I really wanted to say anyway. I think it's just the way it ate up ground from that leader, Swiss Exile, I think that's just enough. It warrants and the wide opening Eagle farm track. It's, it's proven. I think it's just, it's going to eat it up. Love it. Pikey is going to get back to back group on wins, uh, at Queensland. Pikey. Yeah. Simple.
1: All right. Well, good luck us. Uh, big race of the day is the strategy. Um, I love it. Equal favourites. got 11-11. I love this horse. Hugh Bowman's riding for Hickman. It's 7 bucks into fives. We got Ayrton, Jamie Carr, and Mick Price. $4.60 to fives. We go to double figures for Apache Chase, Jim Byrne, and uh, Desley. Great win last start. Absolute. Just took the piss out in front. Alligator Blood, I believe. Could this be the 150th if it wins for Gay Waterhouse? Am I right? Anyone? You could be right. I Isn't think that, she's that on 149. Anyway, Alligator Blood looks like it's actually in a pretty good good form too. Timmy Clark, and it's drawn very wide, but we'll see. Isotopes there. Pikey's riding for Golan, Rothweiss there. Private Eye. Laws of Indices. Soxagon. Even Soxagon was coming off a couple of wins as well. Startontes. Bloody good field. I like it. I am sticking with 11-11. I wish I took sevens. I'm happy to take fives. Taking 11-11. What do you reckon, Tom?
0: Mate, um, look, yeah, it's, it's a great addition. Uh, a nice little market with some good horses. I think there's plenty of speed in this track. Um, I actually really like Soxagon. I know uh, not a lot of horses have won um, the the race it won and and gone on. I think only one's done it before, but this horse keeps improving every um, start and uh, it's just made a habit of winning. And I think getting seventeen dollars, even five dollars a place for a horse like Soxagon, I think that's gold. And I've, I I I think it's a genuine knockout here. Um, I just I just think there's too much speed. Like when you've got horses like Alligator, Blight, Apache Chase, there, there's a few others that are just going to be chasing that lead. It could set it up for something like 11-11 or even Private Eye uh, at good odds. But Soxagon's just been so consistent. Uh, another one I'd, uh, I'd like a bit of a knockout is Stuntante. I think on its day it can go really well. Um, and you can make a case for so many others here. But, yeah,
2: I'll, I'll go Socks are gone. Socks gone at odds. Coey, who are you with? The Godolphin runner.
0: I just like the
2: fact that it's 50 and a half. I think barrier eight is a lot better than some of the, the – this market has been absolutely flipped after the barrier draw. So, you know like a couple of the queen like the locals anyway like your Rothfires your Alligator Bloods they've been just absolutely shafted by the barrier drawing they they've got car parks and I just don't see them figuring with their early burst and this and the other so I, I just think that they just won't find any cover or they'll just work too hard and they won't close or find the lead at any stage and Something like Velana, I mean, 50 and a half. I mean, 16 bucks, I can definitely entertain that. Last start was really nice. One over the same distance. I know it comes off just a group three win. It's covering 50, it was carrying 57, so it's going to be six and a half kilos lighter. Just a better draw. The dry going, that's an upside as well, I think. I think it, I mean, It's one, two, twice on the uh, heavy going, but I think it's just a dry track horse. So I see a lot of merit in it. Six, Yeah, six... 16 bucks. I think that's crazy price, but there's definitely so many chances in this. So many chances, and like I look at the top of the top of the scale, I think Private Eye obviously a Group One winner before 16 bucks it probably warrants. Barrier One sticky, so I don't want it. Laws of Industries I've never trusted. Apache Chase uh, is carrying four kilos more than last year, where it came I think fourth or fifth in this same race. Great win last start, and I was on it, so I'm cheering. But at the same time, I just don't think 10 bucks is the right price for it. 11 11 closed off well against Apache Chase, and I definitely see upside for it. So, I'd, in terms of the top four, in terms of one, two, three, four, I'd be on top of 11 11 in terms of favouritism. But yeah, I just think Villana with the value. Yeah, $16, bucks, i will be taking that.
1: Villana. All right, boys have gone some good value. All right, and last, which is the Dane Ripper Stakes. Marty is the fave. Tommy Berry, can he do it to take it out? 3.30 into 2.90 in the last of the day for the Snowdens. Written Beauty, 8.50 is the next line of betting. Let's be glam. $9. Enchanted Heart at 10s. Then we're straight out. Maria Mia is there as well. Obviously had a great win at Rose Hill last start. Tommy Berry, can he do it? Take it out the last for punters, Tommy?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think he did really well um, on it last start and he he really talked it up as well. So, uh, i I I think it's a good bet. I think punters will be smashing it. Hopefully, after a big fill-up through the day, um, so back at now before it comes in. Written beauty's bit of a bit of a watch as well. Pike in the last and um, on its day can do pretty well. Chris Waller's been keeping it up in Brisbane the whole time as well, so it's it's used to the uh, the northern state. But nice money for mine.
1: Nice Marty Cowie?
2: I really, really like the favourite, but oh, boy, there is, abs- surprisingly, there's not that much onset speed, so I don't know, like, does the couple out wide come across, I mean, if that's the case, like, Vangelic, at 16 bucks could be a price for all mm, I know, true. but yeah, it's, it's, like, Najmati is definitely, like, a bit more of a back marker, or worse of midfield anyway, two, last two wins, I mean, it's proven me wrong, uh, it's... It's strung two wins in a row, so that's enough for me. I think, yeah, like, if anyone's informed for this race, it's that horse. Yeah, the speed does worry me. I think it warrants favoritism. Tommy Berry will definitely ride it out. And Eagle Farm probably suits it best anyway. So I I can't really go away from the favorite, but the speed worries me. And if something definitely crosses from the out wide, so your likes of Evangelic, Mira probably more of a wet tracker anyway. So I don't know how it would go in a group three company over the dry deck. So that's a little bit of a query of mine, but Vangelic is obviously a, a group stakes great horse. So something like that gets a soft lead. I don't know. Like it could be its race. It just sits and sprints at the top of the straight and do an Apache chase kind of ordeal, but yeah, favorite for mine. All right, favourite 290.
1: Guess you got to always keep an eye on someone when J-Mac's on something paying $18. It's always a bit sus. J-Mac on April rain. Look, hasn't had a win for a while, but when I see J-Mac and I see $18, I get a bit scared. All right, that is... Yeah. We're flying through two whole meetings. Right, let right, let's... Uh, we'll come back with multis, best bets. Okay, we're picking, pretty much we're picking one each, but we're also chucking in She's a Belter. Uh, The boys both like it in the JJ to run a place. This is a place multi because we've got no nuts. So She's a Belter, so is going to run a place at $2. I like 11.11 in the stratty. The boys look for value, but I do think 11.11 will be there in the top three somewhere. So that's in at 210. Uh, Kohai,
2: what's your leg? Uh, Race nine, Randwick. Copy Frankie Pino coming out of the Goodwood to place at
1: two sixty. Two sixty. Tom, you're at Ramick as well.
0: Yeah, mate, I think um record at is pretty good and you're getting um two forty the place, so I think that's pretty good. I will say as well on Sunday, another one of our horses running around Rita May, I think it's race seven. Uh got a good chance, tried really well. Um, look out for it first up.
1: We're out, what's what's running on Sunday?
0: Hawksbury, right, seven yeah Hawkesbury
1: yeah sweet all right so those four to place Frankie Pino art Cadeau, she's a belter 1111 11, you're getting 26 bucks so fingers crossed have again responsibly you have ten grand on there and you'll be rich all right boys we're bang on pretty much an hour so enjoy the rest of your Thursday Tom enjoys Strad Rogue weekend like I said if anyone wants to take Tom beers and pies he'll be your best friend go knock on the door all right thank you boys
0: see let's so, back some winners